Hello and welcome to the Scottish Roadscast, a podcast all about Scotland's roads, bridges and motorways. Brought to you by the Scottish Roads Archive. I'm John Hassel. And I'm Stuart Beard. Hello Stuart. And once again we have um, a guest with us to talk about a very special topic. Duncan McKnight, you are here again. How are you? I'm here again. Hello, John. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. You're feeling up in the mood to discuss roads and things? I'm always up in the mood to discuss roads. Stuart, how are you feeling? Yes, all good. Uh, Eager to hear what Duncan has for us this time. What nonsense are we going to talk now? (laughs) Not nonsense. What what special project have we got? We are doing the A90. Oh, wow. Yes. Massive big road in Scotland. We've not spoken about this before Mm -hmm. in its entirety. Mentioned it, but not mentioned it. Going into detail about it, and there's a lot of detail to go through. Right. Okay. Lots of bits and pieces to talk about. So, are we getting a full route overview? Is it from Perth to Aberdeen, or is it from Edinburgh all the way up to Aberdeen? Or you'll just have to wait and see. Oh, Mm, you just have to wait and see. Oh, the anticipation. You know, unscripted. Yep. Right, well, will we get straight into it then? Let's get cracking. Go on. Right, okay, so, uh, first of all, we shout out thanks to Graham Yule and Ian Hill for sending over bits and pieces of the A90. Thank you to them, yes. So the A90 is around 140 miles long, and it it runs from Edinburgh to the Fourth Road Bridge, then it disappears for a bit, Mm -hmm. then it reappears at Perth and passes to Dundee, Forfar, Stonehaven, Aberdeen, and up to Fraserburgh when it ends. Mm-hmm. And it's one of Scotland's, one of the longer roads that we've got in Scotland. And it's one of the roads that's mostly dual carriageway. Makes a change. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> sure, you're liking this one already. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one, I think, one of our longest continually dueled roads, which should be passed by the A9 when that gets done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's got quite a long history. And it's only been extended up to Fraserburgh in the sort of 1990s. So it's not been around for too long it's one of these roads that's changed numbers Mm -hmm. quite a lot as well so it might be a bit hard to follow at times because of that yeah so originally when the road numbering system was being set up Mm -hmm. uh, road planners were kind of unsure as to where to put the a9 number and they wanted to really route the a9 over the firth of fourth via queensferry but this would involve a ferry and the the single digit numbers 789 were meant to be 24 hour 365 not relying on ferries so the A9 was put by Stirling and the A90 was routed from Edinburgh to as far as Perth. And that was as far as it went mm-hmm. in the olden days. Now, it's all been kind of bypassed by the M90, which we'll talk about later on. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the southern bit still exists and it's still in use today. Okay. So it kicks off at the west end of Princess Street in Edinburgh, in the middle of Edinburgh. Okay. That's where the A90 it's starts. Just off beginning. Yeah, yeah, just off the A8. And it starts off as a sort of an urban route, single carriageway, yes, four bits and pieces mm. with bus lanes on it so it's mostly constrained by the edinburgh stuff and the first big uh, landmark i suppose on it if you're in edinburgh is the water of leith bridge or the dean bridge mm-hmm. are you aware of this this very tall structure very impressive bridge. very impressive mm-hmm. thomas telford one of his one of his great things i think it's fantastic yeah. structure constructed around 1832 and it's still still in use today is the e90 but this is known trunk it doesn't yeah. become trunk until Ooh, was it the Scotston interchange? Scotston, just, just shy of Scotston. Just shy yeah. of the Fourth Road Bridge, yeah. Mm. Uh, as we leave Edinburgh, it becomes kind of S4. So yeah. it's not dual, but it's kind of two lanes in each direction. This was done in the 60s by the Edinburgh Corporation. So is this Queensferry Road? Queensferry Road. Break? Yeah, so yeah. it takes the water of the, the Leith Road. Yeah. And it links up past the Barton Junction. Past the Barton yep. Junction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does everyone remember the double roundabout? Yes. Yeah, my mother remembers it. She was we, terrified we of it. We were speaking about that on our <laughs> Junctions podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's now a complex of signals. Yes. yes. Complex of signals. But, yeah. but but better. But better than what it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, at Cram and Brig, 
is the start of the fourth road bridge approaches and this is where the a90 kind of becomes dual carriageway so yeah. it's the start it's modern kind of yeah. standard so this is the the first bits of improvement and these are actually some of the older improvements that were done along with the fourth road bridge so this is the south and north approaches mm-hmm. uh, so the south approaches were done by am carmichael that's right. And the north approaches were done by Watlings Limited. They also did the M90. Now, we're kind of skipping ahead of this bit because mm. there's a big birthday coming up with the fourth road bridge next year. So we're going to be talking about Shh, that. Don't tell them. Don't, don't, don't tell them. <laughs> so we might be talking about that. We may or may not be talking about that. So we'll leave that. We're going to be doing a podcast yeah. from the tower, aren't we? Are yeah. we? <laughs> not north Live. tower of the fourth road bridge, yes. Yeah, hopefully it's not windy. Yeah. Yeah. So these all opened uh, as well as the fourth road bridge on the 4th of September 1964. And these okay. basically connected onto the M90, and for a time, that was that was the A90. It was just the road over the Fourth Road Bridge. Yeah. And now it's been, you know, kind of cut Changed. up, chopped up a wee bit, and it's been the M90's been added in with Queen's Ferry Crossing and all these improvements that have come along. Mm. Um, so on, it, on the south approaches, you know, yes. there's obviously some great separated junctions there's there. Big great separated junctions. There was there. one at uh, was it Burnshot? The Burnshot bridge? flyover, and mm. then there's it's like the Cram and Brig. Yeah. That's the one that was. Is that the one that was replaced? The replaced one. Bunshot was replaced. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is non-trunk. That's this is non-trunk. Actually... This was all done with the council. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, big fan of this. This has got original asphalt on it. It does. The really red stuff yeah. that you see. The really uncomfortable stuff to drive old. on. That's yeah. original 1964 asphalt. Yeah. It was laid in very good conditions and mm-hmm. very skillfully done, and it still holds up. Well, it is a bit tired. It is areas, a bit tired, but, but it's still it's still going yeah still going okay. there you go uh so continuing on the m90 takes over at the north of the fourth road bridge mm-hmm. so we'll talk about the m90 another day and we have a page on we the have M90. a page on the m90 mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. i had a bit of involvement in so yeah, i hope you've enjoyed you've done loads on yeah it. i did the loads on selling it. himself short yeah. here Stuart. we shout out to ronnie mm-hmm. land who helped out with the m90 page so please check that out quite yep. pleased of it uh but after the frighton bridge the a90 reappears mm-hmm. as the dual carriageway from perth to Dundee. So let's just get this straight. When it disappears mm-hmm. um, uh, on the motorway, on the motorway prior to the Queen's Free Crossing, it, it is nowhere else. It doesn't run no. parallel to the M90. It is, there was a policy, I believe, Mr. Stewart might shout at me, but there, is a, there was a policy when motorways were constructed, the old road was mostly either renumbered mm. just to say yeah. this is the main road and that's the back road. Okay. So it's B996, A912, yeah. it's I other am, roads. I'm very surprised that the Edinburgh section hasn't been renumbered, given the, the long distance between. I mean, the same applies to the A8, mm-hmm. because it's in three sections. Yes. But uh, I, I'm surprised that the, Ed, the southern Edinburgh section, which is completely detached from the A90, otherwise yeah. has not been renumbered. Especially after the Fourth Road Bridge was bypassed by the yeah. Queensway Crossing. That would have been a good point to change it to A9000 all yeah. the way down. Or was yeah. it A9000? A9000. 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 A9000 over the Fourth Road Bridge, yeah. but it's still A90. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it re-emerges at uh, Perth, and it continues to Dundee for about 20 miles as uh, dual casualty. Now, this was originally numbered... Mm-hmm. as the A85. That's right. So the A85 is a road today that runs from Oban cross-country across to Perth. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of disappears for 20 miles and then it reappears in Dundee. So I'm going to talk a bit more about the numbering of it later on. Okay. But this was the, the A85. Now, there was a there was an idea by the Perth and Dundee councils, let's get this all jeweled. And this decision was taken very early on in the late 20s to get all this upgraded to... Uh, what was it dual carriageways with cycle paths on each side these 
progressively disappear the closer you get to Perth as the more modern the road gets but the older bits still got uh, cycle paths on them so it was okay. this yep. let's get the road jeweled same with um, Aberdeen to Stonehaven that was again let's get this upgraded yeah. there was a bit in the middle which will all come together later on with the information so we'll go through the sections okay. and uh, see if you can spot the interesting thing about all these quite nerdy <laughs> so starting off we've got the the Fratton Bridge North approaches yes. and that was Perth Council and Freeman Fox and these were done 1976, October 76, just before the bridge. So they're responsible for that Barnhill the arrangement. Fantastic Barnhill. Fantastic. Free-flowing, no signals, none of this nonsense. Let's get this all free-flowing lovely. And it's yeah. fantastic. Do you not like the Barnhill interchange? Uh, I, I like it from a perspective that you probably like it as well. But I have, being someone who uses it interchange quite a lot now, see strange behaviour that goes Do on you? in it. And I yeah. think that... People assume it's some kind of roundabout, but it's actually not a roundabout. It's, it's a strange roundabout. It's a strange sort yeah. of teardrop roundabout, but you're right. It, it, does it is have quite cool. Order. If you know how to use it, it has this lovely kind of free flow uh, mm-hmm. situation with it. No, yeah. um, I, I see the merits of it, but because it's atypical, as in it's unusual, I think mm-hmm. it can catch a few people out. Yeah. So stay, you know, stay on your toes when you get to yeah. get to Barnhill. I get, I get you. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got actually a couple of uh, construction photos of it. Yeah. With the Fryton Bridge Hess picture we've got. And was all these we've got some colour ones as well. Some black mm. and white colour ones. Oh, They're nice. Yeah, we've seen that, yeah. They're really nice. Yeah. Uh, so carrying on from there, we've got oh, this was bought by Shell Bear Price Limited. Ah, Shell Bear Price. Shell Bear Price. Are they I don't think they're around anymore. No, they they, they, no. they no longer exist. You mm. do see their name unlocked. Mm-hmm. In the old days. Yes. In the old days. Uh, so from Kinfon's farm to Intra. Is that right? In Chira. In Chira. Chira, that's Chira. It, yeah. these same names. Uh, this was completed in... You'll keep your right, don't worry. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you. I've got, I've got friends in the archive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this was completed in January 1974, and this was built by Shellware Price again. Okay. And then from Manchira to Glendoik School, uh, that was Shellware Price again, and that was the 19th of December 1972. Oh, okay. So, so a bit earlier. Yeah. So we've got, again, got some construction photos of this, which I think we've put a couple on uh, socials. You were having these, yes. Yeah, they look nice. All the old cars, all the dual carriageway. Mm-hmm. And then from Glendoik School to Inchmichael uh, was William Briggs and Company Limited. Mm-hmm. And this was January 1970. And then from Inchmichael to Kingswell Long Forgan was William Briggs. And that was May 1965. So the road's getting older. Have you noticed so that the road's getting, getting older the, the closer foot. we get to Dundee? Right. So I think mm-hmm. we're kind of building it from the Dundee end, which makes sense given when the M90 came along a bit later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then last two bits, Long Forgan Bypass. That was completed around 1950 in the summer. We don't have a contractor for this. And the last bit from Long Forgan to the Inver, the old Invergary roundabout was August, around August 1939. Right. Now wow. this this might be one of, well, I think it is, the oldest section of dual carriageway that's still in use on the trunk road network. Right. What about okay. A74 I think was older, but uh-huh. that's bypass now yeah. so this is now it doesn't look like it did in 1939 no, but it's still in use yeah, yeah you notice it's a bit narrow going up to uh going up to the roundabout yeah. there interesting mm-hmm. yeah. so what, what, sorry what was the section that you said we didn't have the contractor for so that's the long forgan bypass and then that last bit to invergary so if anybody out there has any idea yeah get in touch let us know let us know yeah, yeah. uh so a bit of uh, a bit of background of this this was all kind of constructed you know it was by the council and it was a lot of at-grade junctions. Yes. Now, in the 70s and 60s, that was fine. Mm. But as the 80s went on and the road got busier and the road got faster, as the 90s went on, 
it became pretty horrifying some of the accidents it was that were going on yeah it was notorious. and there was lots of campaigns about we need to do something with this so numerous uh, grade separated junctions were put in in the late 90s early 2000s i think long forgan was i think the first one right okay. and then we had the one near the friar bridge that was the last one i think kinfall that was yeah, the latter yeah. one and this basically allowed us to close all the gaps in the middle so you can still mm. see some of these some of the old paint and things lying about that's yeah, what they yeah. are yeah there's compact grade separated compact grade separated i think there's only there's one left and it's for middlebank farm so right. if middlebank farm want a grade separated junction for themselves then go ahead but um yeah it's, okay. it's fine as it is i think yeah it's a good it's also a section of the the a90 that doesn't have the average speed cameras it doesn't have the average speed cameras it's justification i don't know why it doesn't but probably because of some of the reasons you've said is that a lot of these junction improvements that came over yeah. the years has, has improved its safety record so that was a good yeah. thing i've always found it as a driving along it's pretty reliable it's pretty fast you're not going to be delayed too much on can it. can have tractors on it can have tractors on it it is yeah. all purpose because it, it does we're in the agricultural area so we do have tractors turning onto the road mm-hmm. um but you know personally never found it too too terrible it's okay. been all right well yeah. duncan gives it a good score <laughs> and so far so yeah. good yeah indeed yeah. so we then hit the the invergarvey roundabout and this takes us on to the kingsway at dundee do we like the kingsway no no i, I, I like the initial part <laughs> i like the initial part so if we're talking about the western ends of it because of the great separation mm-hmm. yes I, I do like that that yeah. is the kingsway isn't that's it? the kingsway yeah okay um now when I, when I got to these sections i mean this was good it was like somebody had a fantastic idea here mm-hmm. it was like right well, grade separated dual carriageway and then it then it all becomes a bit kind of old beyond that mm. and surface level so, streets. so i'm sure you're going to educate so us. the kingsway was opened in june 1926 and it ran from what we know in Dundee as King's Cross Road to mm-hmm. Arbroath Road, which is the A92. Yeah. As a bit of a, let's get a little bit of a ring road going. Let's do a bit of experimenting with the road building. So they built this big, you've got the big boulevard section, kind of like Great Western Road. Yeah. 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 And then you've got the bits on the western end. They were added on later on. So I'll quickly... Is that the great separated bit? Yes. Ah, okay. I'll quickly go through the, the section. So stage one... Uh, Tayside Regional Council designed all of these and this was built by Balfour Beatty and this was completed in March 1918. Now this ran from Forfa Road where it goes north mm-hmm. and it ran back down the Kingsway to Liff Road. So this includes the two big grade separated roundabouts. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second bit was RJ McLeod and this was 1983. This was a small bit from Liff Road to Meyerkirk Road. Mm-hmm. And then the last bit which took it up to the roundabout was Balfour Beatty and this was June 1986. So that completed the dueling of the Kingsway. So we had basically dual carriageway all the way around now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that takes us along there. I when I went along the Kingsway, I quite like the Boulevard bit. It's quite yeah. nice. It does. I understand. It does have roundabouts on it because it's one of these. It's just been a roundabout. It's in. it's let down by the the sheer amount of development that has gone on in both sides mm-hmm. of it in the last few years. I mean, that retail park is huge, yes. and the amount of traffic that gener- you know generated for that alone mm-hmm. is just. And that, of course, that all contributes to the reliability of the Kingsway being a bit, you know. I think yes. I think when it was mm. built, there was nothing north of Dundee. Now yeah. there's a lot there's north a lot. of Dundee. But it has footbridges as it well. It does have lots of lovely it? footbridge. I think they were putting yeah. in with the works in the 80s to kind of upgrade it and modernise it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, fair enough. Mm-hmm. There we go. So I, that takes us... I have oh, found... Yeah. No, just, just opinions on it. 
it, the only thing that spoils it is for, is the, was the four for road junction. I know mm. that has been changed and improved. It used to be a kind of similar. It's a thing. double roundabout. Double roundabout. I think we yeah. forgot to mention that, and then the junctions on somebody pointed out. I'm like, how could I forget? Yeah, yeah. It was a double roundabout. Now it's mm. signals. I've only used it going up to four for, so I've just gone left. Yeah, I've never queued. I've seen the queues. I know it can be quite bad coming into Dundee, and yeah. there's a lot of conflict there. So mm-hmm. I can see this being a bit of a hotspot. Yeah. yeah. Is that coming down past Morrison's? Yes. Aye. Yes. Nightmare. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, history lesson here. Mm-hmm. So, from Dundee to Stonehaven, you kind of had... There was a couple of options as the main road. Now, the main trunk road back in the 60s and 70s was the A92 mm-hmm. that ran from Montrose to Arbroath along the coast. Yep. The other option was turning left up to Forfar and then along what was known as the A94 to yeah. Stonehaven where you would then pick up the dual carriageway and then your other option was basically turn left at Perth and go all the way up the A94 and if you actually go along all of the A94 past Cooper Angus and Glams and all these places it's a it's pretty good it's mm, not too road. bad yeah brilliant road I was on it just very recently it's good, not bad, and isn't it? It was, it was very impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they've improved all that because that was kind of, well, this could be the main road, so we're going to do some improvements along here. And throughout the 1970s, when you know, we were looking at the A9 and the 82 and the motorway things, we were in discussion about what is the best road to improve. Now, there was no real option of move, upgrading the A94 anymore no. because the Frighton Bridge is there. Yeah. So everyone has to go to Dundee. So yeah. where do we go from Dundee? And I think there was a lot of discussions. Um, I've actually done a bit of research recently. And in September 1977, in the newspapers, there was a couple of articles about this. And I think cost was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So in 1977, the cost of dueling the, the Forfer Road, Forfer to, you know, Brecon and all these places, that road, that was around 15 million. And it was going to be around 21 million for the coastal road. I don't know how accurate those are, but you know, that was, that was cost because the coastal road, you know, it's a coastal road. You're going to have to maybe do a lot of engineering works along yeah. it. Yeah. Now we should, we should say that this project very quickly went up the agenda as the North Sea oil taps were turned on and yes. oil started flowing into Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And suddenly there was this real urgency of improving connections to the Northeast from the central yes. belt uh, for various reasons, you know. So I imagine that the, the commitment from government very quickly became you know, supported yes. across the political spectrum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know, there was a lot of back and forth about what we're going to do with this. And in, uh, when was this here? July 1976, another newspaper article, Lord Kirkhill said there would be no duelling along the A94. So, right, which was the existing. Which was the existing yeah. road. So mm-hmm. that was maybe more improvements. Um, but it was decided in May 1979 by the incoming government that yeah. we're going to upgrade Perth 4 for Aberdeen and we're going to yeah. duel it all. And of course, that was a, a huge base for the, yes. for the Conservatives at that time in North East mm-hmm. Scotland. Still is to an extent. They still have MSPs yep. and MPs from that part of the world. So I imagine that there had probably been some political pushing yes, uh, to, get know, this, to get, to it get done this done as improved. well. So that yeah. makes sense. Yes. And it basically just joins up the dual carriageway at Stonehaven to the Dundee bit. So it makes yeah. sense doing mm-hmm. that. But yeah. it would have been, I always wonder, what would it have been like if we dueled the coastal road? Yeah, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you get an idea, don't you, up at the Stonehaven end where, where, where that section, you know, when you come around from the coast road and on it, what we now have is the A90, it kind of gives you a flavour of what yeah. that might have been like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Would have been interesting. Yeah. But anyway, back to the present. And and by the way, just on the, remind me, I was reading something recently on the A90. Mm-hmm. Was, was the A829? Or was, it, was that the number of the road that used to go between Dundee 
and Forster. Just, just about to get onto this. All right, so, so, oh, sorry. so yeah. all right, I'm jumping yeah. the gun. He's yeah. covered all okay, cases. Getting there, getting there, don't worry. It's all Nothing, get, nothing gets past Duncan. Yeah. So, <laughs> before it became the A90, uh, the original route numbers were the 85 from Perth to Dundee, mm-hmm. and then the Kingsway was the 972. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and so then, there's a bit of 972 left. I know that. At the it's other a end. Road. Yeah. yeah. And then, mm-hmm. as you turn left to cut, basically shortcut up to Forfar, Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the A929, which goes up North Earth. Mm-hmm. And then you basically join the A94, which has been renumbered. Yeah. And then you had the A92 from Stonehaven to Fraserburgh through Aberdeen. Clear now, as mud. I can see, yeah. yeah, there's loads of different routes. and different If you numbers. look at the old maps, it's a bit more clearer to maybe the yeah. way I'm describing it. But it was there was no single number. And I think when the last bit was con- completed in 1994, we said, right, Let's just give extend the A90. Okay. This sadly meant the loss of the M85 over the Friarton Bridge. Yes, Scotland's lost now. Scotland lost one from 1978 to 1994. It was M85. M85 and then 90. No yeah. more, no more M85. It's always quite sad. Aww. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, go through the upgrades north of here because this was quite a big... This was quite a big project because the A9 was kind of finished after that. So we said, mm-hmm. let's let's get all this all this jeweled. Uh, so we'll go through the bits. So the first okay. section is from Kingsway to Powdery Bray, and that was constructed by Torith Limited. Have you heard of them, Stuart? Torith. Torith. Torith Limited. Torith Limited, yes. 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 Seen the name. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you said something else. Okay. So this was October 1988. So mm-hmm. again, you know, we made the decision in 1979, and then bits were a bit late. Um, and then now the first bit to be duelled was just north of there, which was Powdery Bray. And that was built by Watlings. That's the bit that climbs up the hill away from Dundee and then flattens out into the yeah. the agricultural area. That yeah. was opened on the 21st of July, 1981. Four million pounds. That's probably the most challenging part to construct because there's a rock cutting on one side and then there's huge gabion baskets going up yes. the hill and then there's a big bridge over the, over the summit as well. And then going north from there, we've got Teeling to Tarbrax, all these little place names. Uh, Sir Alexander Gibb were the designers of that, and this was built by Balfour Beatty, and this was completed on the twenty-first of July, nineteen eighty-five. Right. So again, this bit's it's got some good, long sweeping curves on this bit. It's another good section with some grade separator junctions, isn't it? It's got no, a couple. not yet. Does it not, not have yet. any? This, this is mostly at grade. The bit oh, north, I think you're thinking. So about. this, okay, right. So yeah. there's another contract yeah. before four. So, so the John, next, you're getting ahead of yourself. So <laughs> <laughs> what did I say earlier? So. The next bit with some of the grade separated junctions is Tarbrax to Forfar. And this was right. a Babti Sean Morton section. And this was Morrison's built this. And this was completed on the 31st of August 1993. Wow, that's very recent. So, yeah, it's not it's not too long ago. Okay. Uh, this, again, has got, as you said, the grade separated junctions, which mm-hmm. they've kind of cobbled together from the offline bits of the dual carriageway that they built. Okay. And it's got it goes past what is currently AM Philip Truck Tech, okay. which deals with big vehicles. So they separated the carriages quite wide to allow for space for left and right turns. So you've noticed you oh. going up there, the carriages split apart for space. I think that was done deliberately. I mm. have I have noticed that. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I think we've got a couple. I didn't got, know why. But yeah, <laughs> for big vehicles, very big vehicles, like, yeah. lorries, towing lorries, kind of thing. Mm. Mm. I see. Okay. Um, we've got I think a booklet about that. Have we? We've got yes. a booklet, something like that. I think so. Yeah, I think we pretty much yeah. have a booklet on everything now. <laughs> and, and where we don't, we make one. We make yeah. one up. Yep. yep. And this takes us up to four for bypass. Again, we've got an opening booklet of this. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. 
Uh, Four for Bypass was done by the council and it was op- built by Shanks and McEwen and it was yep. opened on the 10th of July 1987 and cost around £11 million. Uh, and what we know about this bit was this bit was also pretty horrific with safety mm-hmm. because it was, again, you've got two grade separated junctions there. These were all that grade. So you had the A94 and the A926. These were staggered crossroads and you can just imagine these were pretty horrific. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there was a lot of campaigns that reduced the speed limit after I think another nasty accident, and then these were grade separated in the early two thousands. Right, I think yeah. R. J. McLeod might have put in there. There's an overbridge and then there's an underbridge, okay. so there's vice versa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this takes us on to the next bit. So the next bit is Parkford to Banabrich, another of these okay. foreign names. <laughs> uh, this was done by a contractor called no, a consultant, sorry, called J. A. Kirkpatrick and Partners, and this was built by Morrison's, and this was opened on the nineteenth of December, nineteen. 19- 90. Now, J.A. Kirkpatrick and Partners, do we know anything? Did they become... The designer. Did they become yeah. Kirkpatrick Kirk and Partners, Partners that became Carbro, Carbro that yeah. then became... Something else. Something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember who the yeah. something else but was. But there's no relation to Scott Wilson. No. no, no completely no, no, different, no. yeah. This is Angus now we're in, isn't it? This is, this like, is, this is yeah, the county of Angus, yeah. Angus, this is like proper... Pro- proper what? Proper, you know those accents. You know, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. <laughs> you know tough oh, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Farmers. Yes, yeah. farmers. Yeah. Uh, going on from there, there's then another early improvement, which is Banabrich to St. Anne's Cottage. And this was Morrison's, and this was completed around July 82. So this is one of the earlier improvements. So we're still south of Brechin. And we are just about to go on to Brechin Bypass. Hey! Brechin Bypass. We all like the Brechin Bypass. Yep. So this was originally the A94, and Brecon was selected as one of the towns to be bypassed on the A94. Okay. So Tayside did the design for a single carriageway bypass, and Reed and Malik were the contractors, and this single carriageway bypass was opened on the 17th of May, 1976. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. And then three years later, we decided, let's duel the whole thing, and this was obviously left to last. Yeah, for the so, yeah, yeah. but it was made in such a way that it was. It was to made. Be in, yeah, it was. It's quite straight as well, so it wouldn't be yeah. too difficult. So the dueling took place. Uh, that was Fairhurst did the design, and it was Henry Boot Limited mm-hmm. did that. Yep. And this was officially opened on the thirtieth of March, nineteen ninety four, and this cost about twelve and a half million right. pounds. Yeah, that's not bad. And we've got an opening booklet for this as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now the main feature of this is this is the continuously reinforced concrete carriageway. There it is, Stuart. I knew he was going to make, bring yep. it up. Yep. Yep. The patchwork quilt. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of done to save on maintenance and it was a bit of an experiment as well. So Blue Circle Cement mm-hmm. uh, provided the concrete carriageway. It's recently been fixed and there's a bit been skimmed off and resurfaced. Yep. And it's yeah, still there, just, though. We're still, we're, it's still there. It's one of the last concrete roads you've got in Scotland. It's quite rare. Yeah. Yeah. It is a bit uncomfortable. My understanding is that it will all go eventually. I it will all possibly go. Come yeah. up, but yeah. the, uh, the M90 at Kinross, that was concrete, but that was resurfaced because yeah. it didn't have any reinforcement in it. Well, you it still had little see reinforcement it, you can still in see it, it yeah. in some of the laybys, yeah. I've noticed, mm-hmm. on that road. Yeah. But the, the Brechin bypass is reinforced. So yeah. if they skim down too much, they'll get to the steel. The rebar. Yeah. So they, it's not just... They'll just put an overlay on it. That's probably yeah, what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. And then they'll just keep fixing it every five months. Just, <laughs> it's, you know, structurally, it might be okay. I mean, I can't yeah. say too much on it, but I mean, I know in that section, I'd rather be in lane two. Yeah, it's noisy on lane mm-hmm. one. Yeah, the repairs. That's concrete for you. Yeah. Mm. It was an experiment. It was an experiment. Yeah. But there we go. So that's the Brecon Bypass. We do like it. 
Anyway, carrying on, we've got the, the dueling of the section past Stracathro, mm -hmm. and that was Morrison's construction and Russian Tompkins. These are a bit mysterious because there was two little bits joined together to make a big bit, and this was all done in late 1982. Right, right. So, and then we've got the, the Stracathro Junction, mm -hmm. big bridge. Uh, this was Tayside Council, and it was built by Henry Boot again. Mm -hmm. And it was November 1990 when this was put in. So I think there's there's a big sort of truck services there. There's a lot of space for that's, parking that, up. That's yep. right. It's actually mm -hmm. marked as a services on the Atlas. Is it? Yeah, it is, interestingly mm -hmm. enough. Quite a lot of at-grade junctions there as well and entrances mm -hmm. and other things. I know yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, north of there, we've got the North Water Bridge to Oaty Hill section. A big, long, straight bit's this. Uh, this was Fairhurst and Miller Construction with the main designers. And this was... Mm, 27th of August, 1990, this was done. Now, I can flip over my page and tell you about the earlier improvement that took place because okay. it's actually it's two bridges next to each other at Northwater Bridge. One's oh, the old one. I think the southbound is the original <coughs> one. Mm -hmm. And the original one was opened in May 1972 and William Taws constructed that one. We've got some photos of that. We've, got, thing, the, we? we've got the construction photos of this and we've got the dueling photos yeah. as well. So mm -hmm. it's quite funny. Um, there's a nice big plaque on the southbound one as well. So if you're whizzing bash, you can see the plaque on the southbound bridge. So they just built another bridge alongside it to duel it. Mm -hmm. Flip back over. Uh, and then we've got Lawrence Kirk Bypass, one of the next big bypasses that were built. Yeah. Uh, this was Fairhurst and Partners, and Shanks and McEwen built this. And it was opened on the 25th of July, 1985. Well, it opened about a month earlier, but Contraflow. Mm -hmm. uh, and this bit's got some issues i think uh, particularly with the a937 staggered junction yeah there was a lot of incidents there typical uh, at grade issues people yeah. just you know, misjudging it um it's now got a 50 mile an hour limit on it just to slow people down which was enforced by gatsos now it's all average it's speed all cameras. average speed cameras so i think it's still enforced in it, some way it is yeah, yeah um of that section there now we we've used that stuart <laughs> we done uh we do used uh lawrence kirk junction oh we did but we we, we emerged from there we, we, we emerged <laughs> from it and went went across to see it yeah it is but you know it absolutely understandable about mm -hmm. the speed limit i i do know there have been some plans uh for 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 improving the junctions there at lawrence yep. kirk so they're moving forward who knows mm -hmm. Uh, and then this takes us on to the next couple of improvements. So, Scotston to Candy. I didn't know there was a place called Candy. 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 Yeah. There's a few candies <laughs> in Scotland. There's a few candies, yeah. yeah. Uh, Grampian Regional Council, the main designers of this, and Russian Tompkins built this bit. And 10th of July, 1985, this was owned. I always find this bit quite easy to drive because, you know, the big traffic's kind of gone and it is... You're just kind of driving along. It is quite nice. On a sunny day, it is nice to go along and it is quite quiet. I've never found any problems with that. And then Candy to Stonehaven. Mm -hmm. That was uh, Baptist Shaw and Morton. And Morrison's Construction were involved with this. And this was opened on the 25th of July, 1989. Is that the bit with the bends? There's, but, a, there's quite a bendy bit in there. There is. There's a couple of bits where one the the, the profile changes. So one yeah. bit goes higher up. Is that, oh, what you're yes. is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, that's where I'm thinking of. Because yeah. it, it goes round to the right and then southbound rises up. Yeah, and northbound, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that I bit. remember going through there and from where they're being horrendous once. <laughs> yeah, that section. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this takes us on to Stonehaven Bypass. Oh yes. So this was quite. This was. So quite what a, can we learn about this? So this was opened on the nineteenth of November, nineteen eighty four, and mm -hmm. Fairclough 
with the main designer, yeah. with the main contractor, sorry, of this bit. Well mm -hmm. pronounced. Yeah, we've yeah. got the construction photos of this as well. These are mm -hmm. fantastic. I absolutely love yeah. these. It's got that big, <clears throat> that big railway bridge across it. Is it the, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's got a funny name, but it has got that big sort of lattice girder structure across it. Yeah. Big, quite cool. Yeah. And at the north of this, the A90 used to carry on up the coast. But now we have a large road project that opened a little while ago called the AWPR. Yeah. Uh, that bypasses Aberdeen. Which stands for? Aberdeen Western Peripheral Route. You were trying to catch him out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, failed miserably. It's, a, it's a polite name for bypass. That's right. My head always still thinks, you know, the A90 goes right up into Aberdeen. Um, yeah. but that, that's, that's now the A92. That's, that's all A92. been renumbered. Yeah. Yeah. Still trunk. Still oh, trunk. It just stops being trunk prior to Charleston. Does it? Yeah, that's where it, where it stops. So interesting. It is. Interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. John surprised us again. He did. It's <laughs> the second time. Again. Occasionally do. Yeah. <laughs> write that down. Yeah. Right. So the EWPR. Um, Stuart, what is the history of this? Do you know the history uh, of this? Well, <laughs> right. Well, we know we know that Aberdeen had proposals for a bypass as early as the the fifties, the sixties, mm -hmm. and it just took a very yep. long time to get off the ground. Yep. So another one of these routes, it had uh, sort of inner improvements in a relief roads. You know, you've got Anderson, Anderson Drive rings about. Because, Aber I mean, Aberdeen does have an inner ring road. It's, it's got something already. that takes you away from the city centre. Yeah, it's yeah. just that you, we ended up in a situation where there was so much strategic traffic going yeah. through the city that didn't need to go mm -hmm. north or yeah. going to the A96. Yeah. An outer bypass yeah. made perfect sense. It made sense, yeah. 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 Um, so it did take a bit of time, but I think in the 90s or noughties we had a design. Yep. And then it fell into it fell into trouble, mm -hmm. didn't it? it fell there legal a, troubles or something There was like a that. tremendous... Um, kind of objection that came in now it was one of these cases where it wasn't the majority of the majority of people wanted this but it was a particular landowner right and i'm not going to credit him with his name on this but he i think that the, there was a big issue that he he caused with it and it actually held it up for several years i think it was about yeah. four years mm -hmm. uh, and, and eventually moved away after this oh. but um I, I believe eventually the work got started on it yeah. um, was it when when did it open it was about <clears> 20 so it opened in kind of bits so yeah, it was the, a staggered opening. The staggered it? opening. Mm -hmm. So it was constructed by kind of three big three contractors put together. Yeah. So it was Balfour Beatty, it was Galliford Tri, which is basically Morrison's, yeah, and yeah. it was a company called Carillion. Yep. Yes. Who were they formerly they were tarmac. they were tarmac. They did yeah. a lot of road stuff in Scotland. And then they became Carillion, and in the middle of this, I think. They went into liquidation, yeah, and that delayed things. Went bust. Yep. Yes, I'm pretty sure it opened in 2017. So I the might be wrong. so the the first bit, which was basically the bit along the top, yeah, from Black Dog to was it Goval, something like that. Yes, that was opened in the 27th of June 2018. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was a year, right? Yeah, there you go. And then the sort of the most of it, like the bit from Stonehaven up to the A96 and the Fast Link, mm -hmm. that was December 2018. Yeah, and then there was issues with the the Don Bridge, which is the bridge at That's Dice right. at the airport, and that was delayed it a bit more. But we finally got it open on the nineteenth of February, twenty nineteen. There you go. It's a so bit it, later than I thought. Yeah, I, it's all coming together now. I don't use the AWPR very much, but I do remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's got the Aberdeen Aberdeen bypass. What do what's, we think? What's the fast link? The, so the fast link. Because I know there's a southern leg. There's the, su oh, there's the southern leg in the fast. Oh, you're, conf you're confusing me with names. There's, yeah. there's a bit that goes from the roundabout in the sort of the middle. Yeah. Off, Clean, to, Clean the, Hill. off yeah. to the east of Charleston, to the yeah. south of Aberdeen. That's like a big link. Yeah. That doesn't have any junctions on it. No. I don't think. And then there's a section from Stonehaven straight up. 
basically to that's the, the to the roundabouts. Fast link. Yeah. That's that's the fast link. You know something about the fast link? You know they want this to build that a single carriageway. Did they? Yeah, they did. Origin the original designs. It was there are some alternative in the original designs. They have completely different things for the junctions. It's actually quite did interesting they? if you can go and find this stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe it's probably somewhere on Saber, but <laughs> it would have been the fast link until you got stuck behind something link, and they decided, of course, put put the put the the dual I think, carriageway. I think we have some of that in the archive now as well. Some of the recently acquired stuff has got some info on the development. Oh yes, the yeah, all being scanned at the moment. I heard someone's got in touch lately who knows a lot about AWPR so this could be in fairness Duncan I know it's a recent road we should mm-hmm. probably know more about it but there is <laughs> it, but no and it's not just respect because I, I don't myself yeah. we could probably have a chat with somebody I think and we're going to have more. a wee podcast on that particular That's topic mm-hmm. yes. that would be good mm-hmm. yeah, yeah because it's all very new another wee fact I can chuck in do you remember the Brecon Bypass with its concrete yes mm-hmm. this is also concrete this is a CRCP design what where under the road the road construction. The, oh. pave, the pavement is CRCP, but it's got a bit, bit of asphalt on it. Ah, who knew? Yeah, I you didn't know. That. Yeah. Duncan, you, you pulled I think it out it the was, bag there, I've yeah, got to say. It yep. was importing all this stuff for a flexible pavement, yeah. where there's that. they actually had a lot of rock cutting that they had to do. So they said, we'll just use it all and build concrete. So Fantastic. They have, the you, big... have you been on it lately? Is it looking all right? It looks all right, yeah. Oh, it's well, very yeah. quiet when I was using mm-hmm. it. I don't know if it, what it's like at peak, but, you know, it does work. Fastlink's quiet, I mm-hmm. find, but it gets mm-hmm. busy as you get up towards the other junctions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this big project also included Balmedi to Tipperty, which is another yes. long-standing dueling improvement. Commitment, yep. Yeah, mm. I think the, there was... We constructed the two bypasses at Balmedi and Tipperty. Uh, Ellen, sorry. Balmedi and Ellen. And we we're going to duel the middle bit, but then reorganization in 1998, 99, that pushed yeah. it back a bit. 96. 96, sorry. Yeah, but in 99, they said, we're going to refer this for further study. Yeah. Well, but we that, got, it, we got was, it in the end. There was government changes in, in 97 anyway, mm-hmm. you know, where some of these projects were kind. So how old are the original <clears throat> bypass? So the old much? ones, I've got the dates here. So the Balmedy bypass was Fairhurst. Mm-hmm. And Tractor Shovel's Taws constructed that. And that opened on the 13th of February, 1989. Okay. So we're north of where the Joe Cashew would end. Right. And then it would kick off again at Ellen. And that was the council, Grampian Council did this. And Balfour Beatty constructed it. And it was the 30th of June, 1989. Oh. And then they said that Balmedy to Tipperty will follow shortly after. <laughs> it did And they didn't. Oh, 30 years later. Yeah. I, I remember reading about the Aberdeen Bypass and Tipper, Aberdeen, and the Tip, Balmedy to Tipperty. Mm-hmm. It was separate projects. Yeah. And they did. They bundled it in. Did it do it all in one go? Why not? And they did. And now I believe that contract for all the maintenance there includes that section as well. It doesn't do it. It said on the signs of the Aberdeen Roads Limited. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a consortium. Mm-hmm. Like connect. Operator, yeah. or whatever. Yep. <laughs> yep. So the dual carriageway comes to an end at Tipperty, <laughs> and we go on to yeah. we go on to basically single carriageway <laughs> that is mostly not being improved very much mm. because it's less of a less of a strategic road. It's more of a sort of a connecting road. See, north I, used, of here. I used to think this, but Fraserburgh and Peterhead are particularly important to Scotland's fishing industry mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, there is quite a lot of goods vehicles that go up and down there. I know also just separately from the road, there is a big campaign to try and get the railway open back up there as well. All right. But, um, yeah. I don't know much about it though, but uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll I mean, find out some, something. The, um, so the route, the A90 kinks out to the east and it heads to Peterhead, 
and it has a short bypass there that I know nothing about. I've found nothing about the this head bypass. Little single carriageway bypass. I'm not entirely sure when it opened or and who built still it. still A ninety as well. That's still A yeah. ninety. Yeah, I've been on it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was up there recent. It's all pretty good. Yep. And then it kinks back inland and ends in Fraserburgh, a little roundabout. Mm-hmm. So there you go. But if you don't want, if you're just going straight up to Fraserburgh, you can cut the corners yeah. at Tola Burness. That's right. That's you can go up basically yeah. the council road mm-hmm. and it takes you back out onto the A90. Yeah. yeah. North of there. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that. I've seen that yeah. there. And that's, that's the A90, gentlemen. Well, Fascinating as always. Yeah. It okay. is good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. perhaps something like you say we could, could revisit. In time for definitely the AWP. oh yeah AWPR and definitely a four forward bridge ninety one for the yes. anniversary mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll, stay we'll, tuned we'll be revisiting this now we should say we have created an A ninety page on the yes. website uh, so all this detailed route history that you've outlined in this episode mm-hmm. can be found online for anybody who wants to see a bit more detail so it's the usual scottishroadsarchive.org forward slash A ninety mm-hmm. go on there and have a look you'll get that. All on there. Yep. Yeah. Dates, booklets. Who knows? Yes. Might even stick some booklets on. Yeah. Can have a look at it as well. I was up there with the with the drone, so I got some nice pictures. And Good. Oh, with it. So the, the, the social, social media and yes. the website. I, I I do quite like that very northeast tip up there. I think of Scotland where the United is up near Peterhead and Fraserburgh. Mm-hmm. I know the weather sometimes not the, the best. The weather can be a bit funny. Yeah. But it's it's quite it's interesting. an interesting landscape because yes, it's, it is. It's big hill. It's hills, but it's not big hills. It kind of mm. it's, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, Duncan, thank you again for coming along and, and sharing all this fabulous research yep. that you've I done. I know it took you a bit of time, this one, so <laughs> it is appreciated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No, it's, it's wonderful to get it all out there at last, um, so thank you for that. John, uh, we should probably thank our sponsors at this point. Absolutely. We'd like to thank Nigel and the team at Highway Barrier Solutions and Eastwood Excavations yep. as well. Andy and the team down there. So yep. thank you very much to those guys for keeping us here. Don't and forget, by the way, you can leave us a review on this podcast if you're listening on, on Apple Music, but you can also listen on Spotify and on YouTube as well. Yep, and Podbean, the other one. Um, you, you'll get us where any of your podcasts mm-hmm. are now, actually. We're, mm-hmm. we're dis- distributed across yes. the across everyone so that, that's sure good if you've got any questions about the A90 let us know any queries so, uh, yeah. I'm coming up with the podcast programme for 2024 so Ooh. if anybody's got any suggestions on something you'd like us to cover the topic or something you just want to hear us all have a blether about mm. send in your suggestions we'd be happy to do it mm. most definitely and in terms of social media we are obviously posting regularly on there can I ask please people everyone try and behave on social media I'm sure yes, people listening to the mm. podcast probably behave already but uh, there have been some interesting interactions yes, lately. There have been, and I've spoken to Stuart about this, and he agrees he's going to be on his best behaviour. <laughs> so, yes, yep. we don't want to have to spend time deleting comments things, and blocking yeah. people. It's rather frustrating, so be sensible. Please engage brain before typing. That's oh, always helpful. Been doing all <laughs> uh, no oh comment. dear, oh dear. So, I think that's... I think we're all done for I think we're all done we're all A90'd out uh, to be honest but um, it's it's always lovely to have you you're down here talking about these things Duncan yeah. we have to find another route for you to talk about now oh there's a few there's a few there's a few more oh, don't worry there's a few more we could talk about yeah, that's fine okay so thank you everyone we'll speak to you again soon thank you speak to you soon bye bye bye